Welcome back to Round the Cauldron, where we talk theology, philosophy, and everyday life as a modern witch. If you like the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to help other witches find me. Don't forget, you can help support the show at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron for as little as a dollar a month and get patron-exclusive content. If you're ready to hop into the show, grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me round the cauldron. Today, I have something special. I have Nightshade on from Flatline to Beatline, the host of a podcast that I have been on before. So let's do this. Everybody, I have Nightshade here with us today. Nightshade is the host of the podcast Flatline to Beatline. Thank you so much for being here, Nightshade. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Introduce yourself um, and say a little bit about your podcast, what you do, your practice, whatever you want to say about who you are and what you do. Oh, firstly, uh, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm actually really honored uh, to, to be on. Um, you kind of s- set it all up there. I am the host of Flatline to Beatline. And um, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure uh, there's more to it than that. Uh, no, it, it, it. Well, I'm sure, you know, I don't want to, you know, have answer all your questions just in my little intro there so <laughs> i've made that mistake before so i i yeah i'll just reveal things as answer things as you ask the questions okay um so do you want to give a little bit of information about your own personal background i know you you do enjoy your privacy um hence the reason youtube videos or youtube watchers there is no video um but do you want to give any sort of information um your personal practice just who you are in general? Well, um, I, I've been practicing uh, various forms of what you would call witchcraft for over 30 years. Uh, you know, I've practiced Haitian Budo, traditional witchcraft. I've tried the Wicca thing. I've did Bruja and, and Bado and things of this nature, just kind of an amalgamation of different things. And, you know, I'm a white dude, so <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's out there tattooed up. Uh, but yeah, no, it's not, not much to, I've lived all over the world. Um, I can say that I was prior military and prior law enforcement. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, it's not, it's not so much about privacy. You know, yes, I'm a bushcrafter and prepper, but it's, I don't appear on camera, uh, because I'm very shy, uh, which is completely opposite of (laughs) my podcast but i just i feel that revealing myself uh i guess is an arrogant thing to do and the goal of my podcast is to help other people and Mm -hmm. if i can do that by remaining in the shadows then i would rather do that because in the end it's about the guests that i have on it's about the listeners it's not about me that makes sense so I just kind of, plus it keeps the allure of <laughs> who I am and people guessing who I am and what I look like. Very few people know who I look like, but hey, you know what? That's okay because if it gets people listening, that's perfectly fine as well. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that at all. You say you have lived all around the world. I didn't know that. Do you want to divulge where you've been? Because I'm a very sheltered American person and I've never been out of my own country. So. 
yeah, I'm, that, I'm really interested. Uh, that's that's an unfortunate thing. Uh, no, uh, I lived in Germany when the Berlin Wall was still up. Uh, I've been to Russia. I've been to South Africa. I've been to Japan. Uh, I've been to Canada. I've been to a couple of other places I can't say, but um, it was it was just an amazing experience. And, you know, Odin once said, myself being a, a tribalist heathen, Odin says, you know, one should not speak about world things if they have not traveled. And that's kind mm-hmm. of a summary of a paraphrasing. But when one has been around the world, they tend to see things differently and they tend to have their own lives change. And, you know, especially when you see poverty in different ways, parts of the world not just in one's own country it completely shatters everything you thought was real and what wasn't so especially coming back to one's original country you know whether they they reside in a different country and return back to it from traveling it's a culture shock it's an absolute culture shock so yeah i've been here and there (laughs) yeah well, that, I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun. I there's so many places in the world that I want to go to that I just can't um, at this point in time. Hopefully, in the future, but right now, I will live vicariously through everybody else. Um, well, the United States has a lot of great things to it. You know, it's a beautiful country. It's got amazing people, and it has so much to offer. Um, setting aside the politics and the government and everything, but uh, you, you know. I think pretty much everything in the world you can find within the United States, as far as landscapes, mm-hmm. you know, sh- sure. The Eiffel tower is not in the United States, but you know, there's places like Paris, Texas, right? So it has it in Rome, Georgia and things like this, but there's, you know, the United States is a melting pot compared to a lot of other countries that are right. very secluded. So yeah. Yeah, I don't want to get into a geography lesson, so I'll just I'll leave it all alone. <laughs> okay. Um, so do you want to describe a little bit about your podcast and what it is that you do? What are your goals and the whole premise behind your podcast, Flatline to Beatline? Wow, that's an intense question right there. Um, <laughs> well, in... I'll say this in in August of 2019, I had this feeling to create uh, a podcast. The, the reason being, being a small business owner, reading tarot, coining the the phrase chainsaw style tarot, I was like, you know, there's got to be other ways I can help other people and getting their name out there. And I'm not one for the spotlight, but something told me create a podcast. So mm-hmm. I did. And I couldn't think of a name. And being a devotee of Prig, I asked for her help. And within a minute, minute and a half, <clears throat> Flatline to Beeline was created. And even though at that time I was like, dude, what? That sounds like a medical show. But then other people understood it. They understood what that meant. Mm-hmm. So I just I went from there. It was about interviewing people that get overlooked all the time they don't you know they may have a, a book they're trying to release and nobody will give them a time of day to appear on their channel their other podcasts or whether it's a small etsy shop that's who i focus on yes i have at times big names come on but and, and that is for notoriety purposes because <clears throat> every podcast every channel wants notoriety but i always ask them what do you say to the ones who are just starting out 
-hmm. So that my podcast in itself is extremely unique because no one has this style of podcast. And I, of course, did not know that until like three months in. So it was and I just hit six months uh, uh, just earlier this month. And it's been a wild ride. And I'm hoping it'll get better. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I pretty much focus on those who are artists and authors and musicians and content creators who and business owners who are trying to get their name out there. I don't, and it doesn't have to be witchy or pagan related. They they have to be a, a pagan witch, Luciferian, Satanist, Druid, heathen, yes. But I don't care if they quilt. I don't care if they own a bicycle shop. I don't care. The overall premise of it all is to say, hey, you're one of us. We, I, I want my podcast to help your stuff out, help your business, help your channel, help this and that. So, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, being a guest on your podcast, I can say that you do an amazing job. Um, and I think what you're doing is awesome. Now, would you say that it's about getting those people out there into the forefront or is it also about um, building up our community as pagans or occult practitioners? Does that play a role in it too for you? It's actually both. both. You, you know, you want to have it on an individual basis because in, in retrospect, it's all a competition. You know, if you're an author, you're a competition, but at the same time, you know, paganism and witchcraft and all the, I'll just say the left side, I'll just say that is on the rise and the mm -hmm. matriarchy is on the rise. Tides are turning. And if I can just play a small part in creating a solid foundation so we do not fall apart, especially during this time, then that's my goal. It, it's about saying, hey, look, witches are people too. Mm -hmm. Satanists are people too. We have jobs, we have businesses, we have books, we have dreams, and we have aspirations. And some of them try to get on big name podcasts and big name YouTube channels and they, they don't succeed. And that's because you're aiming too high. Start out with the small ones and work their way up. Yourself being a podcaster, you know, myself being a podcaster, we communicate with one another. Podcasters mm -hmm. kind of have their own language. So you may come to me and say, hey, I would love to have a certain guest on that you had. What do you think? Oh, yeah, to totally. Here, do this person. And that's what it's all about. It's about networking. It's about camaraderie and just unity. And if we cannot unify as pagans and witches and Satanists and et cetera, then we're, the whole wave is going to crash and we're going to end up right back where we started from. Yeah, I can, I can see how that would happen. Um, I, you know, I think the community is a really important aspect too of just paganism and occult people in general. Um, now, I know you don't debate on your show. I want to ask you if you can give a little bit of information on why you chose not to do that. Oh, I love debating. I, know, I really, oh, I, 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 I really, you know this, uh, but it's, it's not about debating. It's about the guests that I have on and highlighting and spotlighting them. <clears throat> yes. I ask the tough questions. 
I want to know, you know, and I do my research and, and that is the best form of respect you can show a guest, mm -hmm. especially if they're an author and if they have been on other podcasts, uh, that is absolutely crucial to go in and listen to all of them and ask the questions that nobody else asks. I've done that with Lilith Dorsey and Matt Arendt and Laura Perry and other people asking them these, these questions that nobody else took the time to ask them. So it's not about debating. It's not about me. It's about them. And that's why I don't debate now. I mean, sure. I'd go on somebody else's podcast and debate the hell out of them on certain things. But in it, again, my podcast is about my guests and my listeners. It's not about me. That's, that's why so, I don't debate. That's so awesome. Now we might have to have another episode us two where we get together and we uh have those kinds of conversations because i like to do that too uh, i am uh, i'm all for that my, my <laughs> reputation is known it is known to argue and debate and you see that on twitter my twitter followers see that and it, you, you know it's not about and it's about how you how one does it, it mm -hmm. you know i mean if somebody's being a complete jerk you you know you won't you're gonna you know beat them down with a hammer and stab them and right. if it's somebody <laughs> who has a more eloquence to their <laughs> debate style you're more like let's paray let's go back and forth right. with it. And, and in a respectful manner uh so especially the past holiday with St. Patrick's Day, Irish Heritage Day, you saw me debating on there with somebody. So it's sort of mm -hmm. like, it's all about that, but it was out of respect and, and we both learned from one another, hopefully. I think. Right, I right. Like there's, there's a difference between a debate and an argument. <laughs> I like to do both. All right. Be because <laughs> I was born to argue. I was born to You're debate. one of those. Yes. I will argue even if I'm wrong. I will argue myself. I will debate myself, <laughs> you, you know, and actually that's a good thing because if that's, you can, if yeah. you can come into a debate or an argument and seeing both sides of it, arguing both sides, you're automatically going to win, yeah. uh, you know, and it's all the time, not about winning. It's about, you know, learning really. Right. I mean, furthering what, your, your knowledge and exercising that brain muscle. Exactly. I'm dumb already. So it's, <laughs> I try, I try to get smarter, especially when people use words that I've got to look up in a dictionary and going, wow, I didn't know that word, but I learned something. So that's a, yeah. that's a good thing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so you don't limit the guests on your show. You have had Wiccans, you have had me as an Irish pagan. And I mean, you, you don't seem to, I don't want to say discriminate because that's got a negative connotation to it, but you don't limit who you have on your show as of that. Is there anyone or anything that you would not allow on your show? Yeah. White supremacist, you know, focused heathens who are not all racist, uh, but I'm not going to have one that's going to sit there and try to, you know, incite violence, mm -hmm. <clears throat> even though sometimes I want to, but I can't. Uh, I, I don't want people that are trying to be divisive. Now, having a different point of view, sure. But mm -hmm. to sit there and say, hey, you have to be from this culture to practice this or you have to be this race to do this. I'm, I'm not down with any of that because it's, it's a. 
I just won't have those kind of people on. And I also won't have those kind of people who they're frauds mm-hmm. and you can tell they're a fraud. Um, I've already had that experience and you know, you're kind of like, uh, damn it. <laughs> Why didn't I do my research? You know? Uh, so yeah, I, I won't, I won't, ha- I just want genuine people on there and people who are really trying to make it through and get their name out there, make a living and stuff like that. And you know, that I, I just won't have those kind of people that will not help the community as a whole. I don't give a damn about themselves. You know, they can just go walk off a bridge, but if they're not going to help the pagan and witch community and all that, no, sorry, I don't want you on. So you talk about um, frauds. What do you mean by frauds? You want to go into that a little, a little more? Are they like? Well, you have some. You have. Or? Yeah, you have some people. Okay, you take tarot readers. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a lot of them. Who, they don't have a clue of what they're talking about. They don't have. You mm-hmm. know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's it's a matter of I. You know, if I have somebody who is a tarot reader on my show. My listeners know I've gotten a reading from them before. I want to test how much they know. And the readers that I have had on, I, I, I can't remember how many, uh, they're, they're genuine. They're gifted. They're talented. right? So if I have somebody come on that wants to get their tarot business out there and they give me a reading and it is so bad, it's, it, it, you could, they, they, they would think that, I don't know, the two of cups means, uh, I don't know, killing and destroying. Uh, sorry, you don't know your tarot cards. Goodbye. So I'm not trying to fill a slot. That's the thing. I'm not trying to fill slots. I, mm-hmm. I am trying to bring on people to help them and to have my listeners go, man, you know what? I didn't even know this person existed. And they go and buy their products or they buy their books or they watch their YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. I have experienced that myself listening to different um episodes of your show like oh this person sounds really cool let me go subscribe to their youtube channel and watch their videos exactly that's the whole point that then my goal is completed with that so yeah i just i just won't have ignoramuses on because even though i would love to debate them uh no it's not about that it's a business podcast with an edge that's (laughs) essentially what it is and you know whether it's a blog or if it's a youtube channel even though that's not a business in a way, in my mind, it is because you're a content creator. Right. Uh, so, uh, especially if you get patrons and stuff like that, and it essentially is a business. So, yeah, exactly. And I, I won't have anybody who's not outside the pagan witch, Luciferian, Satanist right. uh, uh, realm, heathen, druid. I won't have a Christian. I'm not going to have, you know, Muslims or Jews or Hindus. Or I'm not going to have because that's not what it's about. And right. That, and they already have bigger platforms available to them. Exactly. So my podcast is not only unique, it's extremely niche. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very pinpoint. So yeah, I cool. think that answered it. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, out of all of the guests that you have had, is there anyone that you is like your dream guest, the person that you would love to have on your show the most? Well, not really a dream guest because there's a lot of people I would want to have on my show. Uh, but there, there is one person I would really love to have on the show, but this person is extremely well-known who is very, very busy. And that is Savannah from the Black Witch Coven. 
Um, she is someone I have watched her videos for many years. I have a lot of respect and admiration for her, especially what she does. Uh, it is a woman I would never want to cross because I could, I just wouldn't want to do it. Um, mm -hmm. but that is one person I would love to have on the show. Uh, but I am very hesitant to ask her. So she, cause she is very, very busy. And, um, it's, that, that would definitely be one person I would have on. The other person that I've always wanted to have on since the beginning is actually coming on next week. Oh, and that's awesome. That, that is Venus Satanus. Uh, to, to have on because I'm starting <clears throat> to spotlight more of the left hand past Satanist Luciferian side that nobody, everybody, they're the ones building a lot of bridges mm -hmm. and it, it's the other people that are completely destroying the bridges. <laughs> so right. I, they need to be highlighted as well. So Venus Satanus wrote the book on uh, the spiritual Satanist uh, prayer book. She has her own shop, things like that. So having her on was, you know, it's going to be awesome. And in fact, last week's episode with Eric Ward, we were serving that he's an indirect mentor of mine. So as far as heathenry, so it was an honor to have him on. Uh, and he's kind of like not extremely well known, but somewhat well known. So he kind of fell within that range. Mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully, you know, people who are interested in heathenry, even just learning it, uh, would go to his channel and, and do that. So yeah, there's a few others, but you know, they're big names. I, I try to only have maybe once a month, big names on, mm -hmm. uh, but I focus on the people who have like, you know, 10 subscribers <laughs> you know, on their YouTube channel and things like that. So, yeah. That's, that's interesting to me because I have never heard of either of those people. So well, when did those you listen to last week's episode, no, honestly, no, no. <laughs> Wow. I haven't had a chance. Oh my gosh. I feel so bad. I've been so busy. I do go back and I listen to them. <laughs> I just don't always listen to them in order or when they first come out. Yeah. Savannah from Black Witch Coven is, is like I said, very, very well known. I've known people that bought her products. I mean, it is, she is very, very educated. She's very, mm -hmm. very talented. She's a, a, an amazing witch, an amazing person. So yeah, you know, checking her channel out, you would learn a lot about demonology, demonology, you know, Luciferianism, you talk about dark magic, whatever, cursing, hexing, things like that, and other things as well. And it is, it is such a great channel that that woman should be having at least 10 million followers by now. Uh, but, and you know what, there is one other person I just now thought that I would want to have on that I don't think has ever been on a podcast. And that is... Freya Norling. Uh, she has. Oh my gosh. I would listen to that. So uh, hard. <laughs> I would love to have her on my show. So bad. I love her videos. Um, it is just truly fantastic. She is. Uh, but you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm very hesitant to, to ask, um, ask them, but I, I'm sure hopefully this, w this year, I hopefully will. I've stopped booking because <laughs> I'm booked all the way until May. So in April, I'm going to start booking for May and June. And then more than likely by literally the first, by the end of the first, by probably by the end of April, I'll have May and June already booked. Wow. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want to put too much out there way too far out because I've learned my lesson. Right. About doing that. So, yeah. No, I think you should, you should totally ask her because I think that would be an amazing opportunity for you for one but for your listeners too because 
you know, she does have a lot of subscribers, but I feel like she still might not be well known. And I actually did sort of like a video response to one of her videos. And it's one of my most popular ones because people search for her name. <laughs> oh, no, I, absolutely. I mean, she she is such an amazing person. And uh, I, I'm just, yeah, she should be getting a lot. She's got a lot of patrons. I can give her that. And I remember watching her like two years ago when nobody really knew who she was mm-hmm. and three, three years ago. So it's like, wow. And now look where she's come. So I always try to retweet her stuff, um, her videos, things like that to get her name out there. And, you know, I'm kind of like saying, Hey, I'm doing this all. Can, can I interview you please? But right. You're, it's but, like a way of saying, Hey, I'm here without saying like, Hey, you know, well, without kicking the- <laughs> Without kicking the door in. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I would love to have both of them on uh, this this year. I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to build up the, the fortitude to ask one day. You can so, do it. I can I believe do in you. <laughs> in, indeed. Um, so do you have a, a favorite person that you've interviewed so far? And you don't have to say me just because you're talking to me right now. No, it's not. It's not you. Uh, (laughs) I'm joking. Uh, No, Um, honestly, I I don't have. Well, I I guess I would say Ravenwood because Mm -hmm. I've known her for so many years and she is like a blood sister to me. Um, Mm -hmm. That I guess would say would be my favorite. And I always do promos for her products and everything else like that. But you know, yeah, she would be my favorite. Plus, I want to say she's my favorite because she'll kick my ass if I don't. Um, <laughs> I'll get a message going, bro, what's up, man? Why didn't you say so? Um, yeah, uh, but my favorite person would be my fiance. So I, I <laughs> and she hasn't been on my show. So, <laughs> you know, but she's she's behind the scenes and, and, and supporting me and giving me ideas and things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> Harsh, yeah. though. Harsh. Well, hey, you were my first guest for 2020. All right. So get <laughs> off your pet. <laughs> yeah. Get off your pedestal there for a second. Let's get into reality. No, no, it was, it was a fun interview with you. You were, you, I remember you were nervous. Well, you, I you was were, nervous. You were scared. And I was like, Oh boy, I get to de-virginize another one. <laughs> so I've gotten to do that. So it's actually an honor, you know, for people to take a chance in coming on my show, regardless Mm -hmm. if they're popular or not. To me, that, that, that's, that's just awesome. And I, I, I'm humbled by every person that comes on and I hope that just keeps going that one day I, you you asked earlier what my goal was for the podcast and Mm -hmm. that, that is creating a generational legacy, uh, for, so when I get to an age where I can't do it anymore, or mm-hmm. people just don't want to listen to me anymore, when my daughters get older, they will take the helm, and then their kids will take it, and their their kids will take it, and also being uh, a vital resource for the pagan and witch community, being that directory, being that Rolodex, if you will, for the older generation like me uh, that still uses Rolodex. Hey, uh, I know what a Rolodex is. Yes, and well, not on a computer, but no, <laughs> I mean the old-fashioned ones. No, it's to be that resource for people to go and say, "Hey, I want to go on there to get my name out there." Or, you know, if it wasn't for coming onto this podcast, I would have never made it big. Mm-hmm. You know, and also for listeners to discover new people. 
and you know just being that all-in-one ultimate resource that other people can go to and hopefully you know both sides achieve what they want whatever that may be (laughs) so you talk about your daughters you have children is on the more personal side i guess is your path and your practice is something that you share with them um so do you like do you teach them about your particular practice i guess is what i'm trying to say like well, how christians raise their kids in the christian faith well, well you you being a mother yourself um my kids are only 4 and 3 and so they're not really understanding anything they they see me doing <clears throat> spell crafting and i do read them Norse stories and things like that. Um, they're more rewarded about watching YouTube videos and stupid stuff like that. That mm, just I know the feeling. It's just weird and Paw Patrol and everything else like that. Um, but uh, I, I'm trying. I'm going to raise them as heathens, as witches, as volvas, as mm-hmm. say say that are practi- practitioners. Uh, and I hope you know when they get older. I hope at minimum they will remain being a, a witch. Um, if they don't want to remain a heathen, that's fine. But that's how I'm raising them. Am I forcing it on them? No. It, I'm allowing them to see me do it, see me study, see me learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, lot, for instance, a lot of the YouTube videos that they watch happen to be in Russian. And my four-year-old, just the other day, I gave her something and she says, Basiba, which is thank you in Russian. I'm like, oh, that is totally awesome. Right. So yeah, they're they're learning. So once they get to a, an age where I can start lo- teaching them how to prep and bushcraft, and which you know maybe next year, <laughs> you know the sooner the it's better. Never too early. Exactly. So it, um, I'm allowing them through uh, what do you call it? You know, through sight, watching me do it, they'll mm-hmm. get interested. So they like playing with the incense stick, and they see a flame, and they want to play with it, and they see the herbs and apothecary and stuff like that, and. I think just by allowing them to see that it's going to ingrain in their, their memory mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll find that as a part of who they are when they get older, even if they don't practice, I'll be disappointed, but if they don't, they, they will naturally have a draw towards the craft and mm-hmm. heathenry and say, know that that's home. So I'm not forcing them. I'm semi forcing them. No, I don't know <laughs> how somebody could put it, but yeah. No, no, I know, I know what you're trying to say. Cause my daughter, she'll be seven soon um, on the 24th and. Um, oh, the Aries new moon. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is going to be insane. That's, that's a very positive thing. It's a positive thing. The, the stuff coming in with all the conjunctions and everything else like that is, it is going to be a very good thing. It's about soul searching and healing. So. <laughs> it is, it, it's a very positive thing. So, Hey, you know, you, you know, my daughter, my oldest is at the, the end of February. My youngest is in March. Your daughter's birthday is in March. In fact, it's uh, exactly 17 days later. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but with her, my, my boyfriend and I, we have had the discussion of what are we going to do as far as religion and faith? Because he is, he's not an atheist. He's more of an agnostic person. He doesn't practice any sort of beliefs. He's just sort of like, you know, whatever it is, what it is. So we had to have that discussion because I am, I grew up in a Christian 
household and, you know, I had to go to church and I had to do these things. And that's not something that I wanted for my own kid. So I I understand what you mean as far as they see you practice it because it's not something that I hide, but it's also not something that I have actively taught, I guess. Um, Like I answer questions whenever she asks questions or we do little activities. Like for the spring equinox, we, um, we went outside. It was actually nice enough outside here in central Oregon the other day to do this. Um, But I gave her her little phone that she has to play with. And I told her to go take pictures of the things that remind you of springtime. So, I mean, it's not like I'm not actively teaching her. So I just wanted to get your perspective on that too. And it's really interesting because I find that um, a lot of pagans or people that are not of Abrahamic faith, they have that sort of same mindset. So I'm raising her essentially with the things that I believe because I'll tell her about the teas that I make or the candles and the incense, but it's, you know, it's part of my everyday life. So it essentially becomes a part of her everyday life. No, exactly. You you know, I wouldn't want to stand uh, above my daughters and go, you will learn now. You know, we're not, we're not Christians and uh, other ones. So you know, as far as your boyfriend, as far as agnosticism, I used to be a very hardline atheist. Uh, there's no such thing as an agnostic, right? You're either an atheist or you're not, all right? You can sit on a fence for a very short period of time, but eventually you're going to have to make up your own mind. You could be agnostics towards a certain thing. It may be a certain decision or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. but when it comes to religion, faith, whatever, no, you're either an atheist or you're not. It's that simple. Well, I think he he gets the label of agnostic because he's not denying that there's a possibility. He just doesn't know what that would be. And I, you know, whenever we have taken long road trips and we end up driving for hours and hours and hours, and it always happens at nighttime when it's dark and we're just talking. And that's when we have like those deep existential conversations. And he's always told me like, if he were to actively believe in something, it would be some form of paganism, but he's just not that kind of person. And he just sort of lets us do whatever we want. So well, you, you, you could be, and- you could be, well, you, you can be an atheist, which you can't be an, an atheist pagan really. Right. Um, right. But, you know, everybody goes to paganism because, you know, inherently in their DNA, that's what where they were kind of sort of drawn to the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, even with my fiance, the second politics comes up, she just walks out the room because she tries to bring up. a. If she asks a question, which she hardly ever does, then she knows it's going to be a long dissertation. And <laughs> So I don't, you know, she don't bring up politics to me or anything like that. Yeah, politics don't get discussed in my house. Oh, see, I love doing it because it's so much fun. It it makes my blood pressure rise. So we just don't do it (laughs) because in in my house, it's me and my boyfriend and my daughter and my parents, and my mom is very reserved. Um, And the fact that she, in my entire life, every presidential election, I have never known who she's voted for because she's like, it's nobody's business. And so she's reserved. I have no idea about her political preference. Um, My father, on the other hand, 
he and I are at two, like the opposite ends, the most opposite you could get. And he's the kind of person who pushes buttons just to push buttons. And I don't like that. So we don't talk about it. <laughs> oh, so he's a conservative Republican. I Very can much so. <laughs> well, see, I, I'm a communist. I have, I'm a, I'm a Marxist Leninist Maoist third world is since 1995. Mm -hmm. All right. So, you know, I, I'm older than you are. My parents are older than your parents. So I can understand not voting or not mentioning who, you, who one votes for, but, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, don't trust me. It, get, it gets pretty crazy, but yeah, so much fun. So well, how I does that affect your belief set? It doesn't. It doesn't affect your beliefs. No. As far as what my 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 paganism, my my heathenry, witchcraft, yeah. stuff, how does politics? It doesn't. Politics is completely separate. See now, because that's interesting to me, because my paganism plays a role in my politics, but not necessarily the other way around. Because I know we've talked about it before with my environmentalism. And how I believe that everybody who can get involved should be involved in politics and, you know, fighting for what you believe in. So it, it there's no. Well, I, I don't see. I mean, environmentalism is not politics is activism. All right. So, yes, you can get political uh, bills and everything else. Try mm -hmm. to try to get some changes for the, you know, climate change. We're all going to freaking burn up soon yeah. yeah you know so i i don't really relate that to politics so much but rather personal activism um but well, see, know, i see it as like i can do the personal activism at home you know i can recycle and i can do you know all that other stuff but i see it in a political light where i am i guess it would be activism but i see it as like a political activism because. I would be, you know, sharing the information and saying, you know, this senator or this governor or this, you know, whoever contact your representatives. We need to change this because of this. Yeah, but, you know, it's more like natural activism. It's about earthly activism. Mm -hmm. Politicians, they're not going to change anything. All right. That's, that's just a fact, because when it comes down to it, it's all about the money. It's all that's about true. the bureaucrats. It's all about that, – that's what it's all about. So taking personal responsibility uh, for your environmentalism, your politics, whatever. Because I I know Republican witches. I know Democrat witches. I know communist witches. I mm -hmm. know – you know, I, I across the board, I know people who say they're apolitical. That means essentially they just don't want to tell you who, who what they are. And some people say who they hate politics. That just means they don't want to talk about it, and they more than likely don't know a whole lot about it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So is there anything else that you would like to share with those watching on YouTube and my podcast listeners? Well, uh, I mean, uh, I'm, well, by the time this comes out, it's already happened. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm actually going to be live on Thorn Rose, which – uh, which is a YouTube channel, Kendra Raven Moon, mm -hmm. uh, talking about left hand past stuff, Satanism, stuff like that. <clears throat> and then the the next day, uh, I'll be on the Witch's Cauldron, doing a live chat as well. 
So that's going to be interesting. Uh, but some, I guess, exclusive stuff. Uh, I would say that I only mentioned it to my patrons yesterday uh, that myself and Nathara from the Educated Witch, also a Crow Song Lodge, uh, we are going to be doing a bi weekly podcast for our, our patrons only. Uh, where we will discuss witchy stuff, paganism, left-hand past stuff, mm -hmm. politics, current events, environmentalism, everything. And it's going to be about 30 to 45 minutes, but we're going to, we're going to start that April 3rd and just do the first and third Friday of every month. Uh, we're going to release the first one publicly to see what people think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, we are diametrically opposed on several issues so it definitely will be interesting uh but uh yeah it, right now we're strictly going to do it for our patrons mm -hmm. but if people really really like the podcast or like that what well, our project i guess you, you could say then maybe we'll think about creating a separate podcast uh about it all um so It'd be kind of like a kitchen table discussion type of thing. I mean, we don't even have a damn name for it. So <laughs> it's, it's just coming together and just giving it to our patrons, just to, you know, her patrons and my patrons. So we're, you know, people start becoming our patrons, then it's beneficiary for the both of us. And mm -hmm. then, you know, once in a while, have a guest on like yourself, maybe, you know, and have a th kind of like a, a three-way discussion about, I don't want to say threesome because, <laughs> but uh, you know, kind of like kitchen table topics, you know, talking mm -hmm. about politics and, and going to that edge that nobody wants to talk about. They're, fr they're shy away from it and we're not going to do that right. at, at, at all. So yeah, you know, that's some exclusive stuff. And then um, I'm just uh, waiting uh, for April to come around and some of the, I have some, some great uh, guests coming on that are kind of very unknown. Uh, and of course the educated witch herself, Nathar, she's going to be on my show at the very end of April. So uh, it, it's all interesting. Everybody's wanting to do projects with me and I feel so special. <laughs> I do. I feel honored. Actually. I, I, I do. I really feel honored because if it can help the people out, then great. I'm I'm truly happy about that, and you, you know I, that's why I did the uh, uh, mid roll for you, you know, for your podcast because I want to get people I appreciate over, it over your way and to get my name out there. You know, I got to mm -hmm. have some kind of piece of it in, in, in a way. <laughs> uh, so I mean that that's the whole thing. And if coming on your show, you want to talk about things, hell, you know, come on, we'll, we we can go back and forth on things. Be my guest, you know. So it's it's uh yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lot planned for the next coming months. Um, so you mentioned Patreon. You have a Patreon. Um, do you want to share any other links? I know you also read tarot. Um, anywhere that my listeners can find you online? Wait, you have listeners? No, I'm just joking. I'm, t <laughs> I'm teasing. No, um, no mo most of my tarot rings, are, they're, they're done through uh, Twitter. So people okay. can easily find me on Twitter and that's how I do it. <clears throat> and I do have a Ko-Fi page. So if somebody doesn't want to be a patron where it's a monthly thing, they can just 
you know, donate, you know, Ko-Fi, do it that way. But how I have my patrons set up is three, five and $7. That's it. Okay. Right. And I have exclusive stuff for each one. Um, so, you know, I, I, <clears throat> I have them as clans, the Raven clan, the wolf clan and the dragon clan. And that's how I kind of put it out there. All are important. And a lot of them share a lot of the same perks that, that I do. Uh, of course, that you can just look up Flatline and Beatline. It's somewhere. Else. You'll give them the link or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'll have all the links in the description and in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. So I'm found, you know, on, on Twitter and stuff like that. So and as far as my tarot, I'm cheaper than anybody else. I only do it for 10 bucks. That's it. And it is it's very, very in-depth. And I use... <clears throat> tarot cards and oracle cards five or five oracle decks and hand card runes and astro die in every single reading and i do that for the working class person sure i could charge 40 50 bucks but i'm not going to do that right why i i can't me personally i cannot do that you, you know because even if somebody doesn't believe in tarot would you rather be out 40 50 bucks or 10 which one do you want exactly right? So part of my patron thing is the at the five dollar level, and of course the seven dollar level, they get a free monthly tarot reading. That's so like cool. literally you're getting fifty percent off right there. Right. So and and of course they get all the show notes a week before I even do the show, and they get my schedule like a week before uh, it's released because I try to release it monthly. Mm-hmm. You know, so I try to take care of my patrons because they're taking care of me, and that, that's what it's all about. And so, yeah, that's, that's why I do it. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I'm just here. I just hope people will check out the show. That, that's my biggest thing. You know, with everything going on now as around the world, the numbers are low, mm-hmm. Even, you know, for everybody's thing. It's yeah. low. And you would think you're locked up inside the house. You would think podcasting and no, people worried about if they're going to survive or not, if they're going to have food to eat and Hey, right. much to that that's why um, i haven't been uh asking people to if they want tarot rings or anything like that because there's far more important things to do yeah uh, stuff like that uh but some some people you know they they like it i've i've done over 300 now since i started in june of last year uh and a lot (laughs) i i've never had anyone disappointed and i'm shocked uh so it's I'm happy. It's just chainsaw style, man. I'm going to cut through the BS and I'm going to tell it like it is. And if it hurts your feelings, I don't care. We appreciate the honesty though. Like, yes, that that's just how that's it is. That's a big thing with me. That that's, that's what it's all about. You know, so it's, uh, it'll def- it's, it's exciting. So I'm hoping with everything coming up, especially the new moon, it's and and a star already now here and, it's just going to be an awesome year. I think 2020, even though we're facing so much devastation, I, I really believe for the human race as a whole, it's going to be pretty awesome. And yeah, I think there's there's something at work, something bigger. Um, I, all this week and several days last week, I pull a tarot card for myself every day. Just good practice, just to keep it going, right? No matter how many times I shuffled and split the deck, every single time I pulled a card, it was the Ace of Pentacles. Every single time. And I'm just like, what's going on? Like, what am I missing here? (laughs) No, that's awesome. Because, you know, I I was thinking to, because right, the poll to unveil myself is at (laughs) 50-50. 
Oh my and, goodness. Uh, I, I have somebody gave me a unicorn, a rebel unicorn deck. And so I just asked, it's not your typical thing. Yeah. And uh, I pulled it and the card that literally flew out of my hand that says, uh, whatever you're thinking about doing, don't do it. Flip the card oh over. God. Yeah. And it's, it flipped the card over and it says, now is not the fucking time. Oh my That's goodness. exactly what it said. I'm like, well, you know what? There you go. No, there you go. Now. So yeah. Uh, I mean, so much fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Well, thank you for coming on to my show here at Round the Cauldron. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on and talk about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I hope you had fun and I hope I wasn't a terrible interviewer. <laughs> oh, I, I, absolutely not. I, I mean, you need some more practice. It's okay. We we all do because I, yeah. I, I do it as well. So that's why I didn't want to answer all your questions in my first intro type of thing because then you're like, <laughs> damn, now I've got nothing else. Right. Then I end up with a five-minute interview. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's okay. I'm, I'm just happy if I got 30 seconds. You know, so I'm 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 always honored. I hope you all enjoyed that interview with Nightshade from Flatline to Beatline. All of his links will be in the description and in the show notes below. Make sure that you go check out his podcast and give him some love over there. And also check out any of his guests that pique your interest. Um, I will leave all of his links for the podcast below. I believe you can find it on any podcast platform. And I will also leave the link to his Twitter in the description and in the show notes. Until next time, everyone. Bye for now. Bye.